Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, everyone. Good afternoon. I could not be more excited about this segment today. Professor Ruth Kane is here to talk about the study that she is doing with the Livy Method. Ruth, welcome. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here and a privilege to try and explain the background to the research. Where do we even start? So you are working with the team at the University of Ottawa to study the Livy Method. Before I get into that, can we just talk about your passion for the Livy Method, um, how you found out about the program in the first place? I mean, are we, how long have we been, how long have you been working on this? Um, how long have I been working on my weight since I was 12 years old? But in December 2019, I was walking across campus and I bumped into a colleague who, for some reason, looked remarkably different. And I just asked her and she introduced me to your program. So at that point, I was 226 pounds which I realise now through reading a lot of literature was clinically obese, according to my BMI. I've always been very active, but I've always struggled. And I've done, like many of the members, every diet, thousands of dollars, years later. And I was very good at dieting, as you might suggest, because yeah. I've done them all. Done them all. Um, so I joined in winter 2020 and um, I got to the mind-body connection. And I thought, what is this hippie kumbaya stuff? <laughs> but I still lost 12 pounds. I'm very good at following instructions. Then spring, summer, spring was a little bit stressful in my job, I think. So I didn't really engage very much. Summer, I was, it was just summer, but I only put on two pounds and I thought, crap, there's something here that I didn't pay attention to. So in September, I said 150%, I'm all in. And with September, fall 2020, winter 2021, I got down to 70 pounds. I'm now and i that's over well over a year ago now and i fluctuate between 155 157 i'm just there and that's since early 2021 so i reached out to you i think in september 2020 saying when you were calling for staff at that time you only had andrea and and <laughs> Yeah. Somebody, there weren't very many. And yeah. you were calling for, for Vibe, what were called Vibe Ambassadors. And I said, look, I've got a full-time job. I don't want to be a Vibe Ambassador. I don't have time, but I really want to research the program because um, just reading the comments, that full session, I was super engaged and I'd read every comment. And I just thought this how do you like i teach graduate courses i teach undergraduate courses they're 12 weeks long 
I do not get my students as engaged as you do over 12 weeks. And I'm thinking there is something here. I do a lot of work with Indigenous. I've got a project with Inuit in the North. And I just thought for people that are isolated, mm. if you can hold people on Facebook in such a positive community, yeah. and I've just travelled up to Nunavik for my research and Facebook is huge up there, mm. I thought maybe this is a way, maybe we can learn. It wasn't about weight loss for the research originally, yeah. but now it is. <laughs> it's about both. <laughs> Yeah. It is. It, and it, so it's about studying the online process and how we're teaching people and how they're learning and why they're so engaged and obviously leading to, you know, massive success. And then further to that, why you're in the maintenance group today is, is the is sort of, you know, studying the sustainability factor. And I think, you know, that's really what sets us apart, I think, from any other, I mean, besides no counting, weighing, measuring, there's a lot of things that set us apart from other diets that are out there. But really, it's it's our focus on sustainability. We want people to be able to lose their weight, to be able to maintain it and legit move on for the rest of their lives, which is why we're asking for the community's help here. Because this didn't even really occur to us, did it? We were talking about the weight loss program, we were doing that. And we got the maintenance group set up. And it wasn't our intention at all. And then we were just like, ding, 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 ding we have this whole community of people who've been maintaining their weight so let's hear from them um i know we're a little all over the place i want to talk about the shirk funding and all that but can we talk about the survey that you posted today in the group um sort of why that's important what you know yeah. how members can help like you know what what is that all about the survey that you posted today okay so some of the members in the maintenance group may have participated in the pilot surveys when i when i didn't have funding when we mm. were just funding it out of some of my research funds. And in those surveys, we asked how much weight you lost and things. Now, since then, in preparing for the Shirk application, we've had to dig really deep into the research literature. And I'm an educator, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a medical person, but I've had to read the nutrition, diet, weight loss research evidence. Mm -hmm. and. What's important is not the number of pounds I lose or one of the members lose, it's the percentage mm. of weight loss. Yeah. And that's how all the studies are recorded. So in reading all the studies, there's five things that we have to focus in on and the maintenance and mindfulness group give us a cluster of a population who can look back and give us evidence of weight loss and what they've been able to sustain because this year's full group, the full weight loss group, will follow them for the next two years. But we've mm -hmm. got this community in this in the M&M group mm -hmm. who, who can look back and give us that data. And so we need to know um, how do you hold members in the group, the retention? And we've got that data from Sasha. She's given me data. And... Mm -hmm. In the Livy method, at, you've often said it yourself, Gina, if you're here on week seven, you're here to stay. Like at week six, we have two thirds of the people still actively engaged. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might say two thirds, that's not a loss. But the research literature says that it's typically 40% mm. retention. So yep. already we've got that data. The other thing the research is looking for, the research literature is asking for, is 
how do you engage members? So how do you keep them there? How do you sustain them? And so we're asking in this survey, how often do you go into the Facebook group? How often, well, that's the weight loss group, but in the maintenance, how often do you go in? How do you stay engaged? Um, but the critical thing is the sustainability, the yeah. percentage weight loss. And so the members of this community can look back to every group they've been registered for, give us their start weight and their end weight, even if it's weight up, weight down, weight stays yeah, the same. We want to hear all That's of it. Okay. Yeah. We have yeah. to hear all of it because yeah. one thing that is very important, I'm obviously super passionate about this, but I do, as a researcher, have to make sure I ask for all the data, not just the positive bits. And so that way we can demonstrate, like myself, if I was filling in today's survey, I could put down that, I mean, I did have a lowest low, like you've often spoken about, yeah. of 148, never seen it again. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, I've sort of stabilized at 155. Yeah. But, and I can show that, and I can show that I've stabilized and I've kept that off for over a year, 18 months. So that's what we need. And what's absolutely gobsmacking to me is that in the literature, because my weight loss is 31% that I've managed to keep off for, wow. for close to two years. The medical definition of sustainable weight loss is 5%, 5. Now, if we can gather evidence, and you've got to remember, some people go up, some people stay the same. If the average percentage weight loss from start weight to end weight is over 5%, the medical profession will pay attention. And I personally, I think that's quite an easy ask of Gina Livy members, of the, yeah. the Livy method. But I've got to collect the data and do you know, collect the data first. <laughs> I mean, this is, I mean, that, this is just what's so exciting. So down 70 pounds, sustaining for 18 months. We, I mean, we have so, so many stories like this to Ruth's point, like 5% is nothing. And, and that's where they talk about those diets where you can lose it. Then you just start to, you start to gain it back. You know, to your point, you, you know, you're not trying to see your lowest low every day. You're not trying to live yeah. that life. So your weight is going to go up a little bit. That's totally normal. Even with that, people are sustaining, you know, large amounts. Um, very exciting. Can you talk about um, the Shirk funding and a little bit about that? I know we did a little introduction yeah. last week, but like this is real serious business here, right? This isn't yeah. just, you know, on, you know, a little side hobby, side gig for you. Like this is, this is real research. This is real funding. Can you talk about that? Yeah, the Social Sciences and Humanity Research Grant, they're very, very competitive. They're very hard to get. I have had a five-year one some years ago with colleagues looking at preparation of teachers for high-priority urban schools. Um, this one was a special one that I just thought, let's go for it. Because I'm an experienced researcher, I'm a couple of years away from retirement. Um, yeah. And there was a pool of money in Shirk for researchers that have changed direction, totally mm. changed direction. They have a pool of money for brand new researchers and they have, and I thought, well, why not try? So 
I argued that I'm not in the field of nutrition, I'm not in the field of medical education, but we can learn from this Facebook group that has expanded exponentially um, how to deliver social services of any sort, whether they're weight loss, whether they're addiction counselling, whether they're just support for new mums. How do we create a weight a Facebook environment, an online yeah. environment that supports members and is positive mm. and is not judgmental? And because that's what the focus groups were telling us. And I am, I do have a good record of writing grant applications and winning research funds, but I was a little surprised that they allowed me to, they supported an education researcher to do um, a health and wellness weight loss. But yeah, so let's see, like that's exciting because I was running out of, I had accumulated some funds, but I really need research assistance to help me yeah. do it all. So, A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, so and a part of that funding is 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 to, you know, be to obviously pay for yourself to do the research, to go to conferences and stuff, to have a research team available to study this. The exciting thing for me on the Livy Method, because you hear me all the time, talk about how, you know, everyone should do a program like this just for their health and wellness. So a couple of things is really exciting about this is like, if you could do programs to help people, you know, get better after they struggle with certain illnesses and health issues that they're having and cancer, or just on a, how to get healthy 101, I think is really exciting Two, I think it's really exciting because this is really about our community. You talk about this positive, safe space and environment. It's all about just getting amazing people together and having them focus on one common goal and also providing the environment, I think, to do that. You know, so this yeah. is really sort of where our community is such a big part of this. Obviously, the sustainability factor of the living method is going to be a game changer in terms of weight loss. Can you talk about that? Like, I know you're doing a lot of research that's out there. Um, like you're researching everything that's out there and the Livy method in general, like what, where do you see this all going? And, you know, what is the, what is the future hold for the Livy method? Do you think? I know that's I, a loaded yeah, question. No, but I actually think that the latest nutrition research is talking about nutrition is personal. Each of us, we've all got a human body, but each of us respond a little bit differently to the way we taken food we taken nutrition mm. and so you could put people on a low 
carb diet. You could put them on a low-fat diet. Some will lose this way, some will lose that way. The average will average out. But what's important about the Livy method is that I think over the 12 weeks, you've hit, hit on a lot of scientific things that are now being demonstrated in science. Mm. It's only recently that nutrition research is talking about it's personal. And mm. what's the last two weeks of the Livy method, personalizing the plan? Yeah. That you can't just follow some diet sheet, some eating program. You have to get in touch with your body and personalize the way you eat to feed your body till it's satisfied. And so yeah. that is very, very unusual in the diet. And the other thing that I get from your members from the focus groups is the community. All of yeah. us can follow an eating plan. That's not a problem. But to be in a community where you're not judged, and I just read a paper this morning which is was arguing, it's only 2021, so it's very recent, and they were arguing the problem with diets basically is that they're not supervised by a medical practitioner. Mm. And they don't need to be supervised by a medical practitioner they need to be supported by people who understand what you're going through. They yes. need the knowledge. They need the knowledge. They need the learning. Like, to be honest, I think doing your three-month program is like doing a university course. Yeah. There's an awful lot of content. There's an awful lot to learn. And people like me who have dieted all their life, you know, and I'm well-educated, I'm pretty smart, I guess. I thought I knew <laughs> yeah. you know, about food. I thought I knew about food. I thought I knew about diets. I thought I knew about calories. I thought I knew. But I have learned so much about how my body works and how to listen to it. And I'm 65 years old. And mm. I guess my passion for research, and I have to be so careful that I research it ethically and at arm's length sort of thing. Yeah. But my passion comes from the amount of time, money and self-disgust I've had for sort of 55 years. Mm. And I don't want other people to do that. And I hear your members saying, like I listened to Patty the other day. I listened mm. to your guests. And they're just ordinary people yeah. who an incredibly large part of their headspace and their self-worth has been tied up in how many calories we eat every day, which is such, it's so sad, yeah. really. Like, and if we can, if we can help other women and men and young, young girls and young boys, to live their lives instead of worrying about that all the time. I think it's it's amazing. And so that's where the passion comes from. I know how trans, like in education, we talk about transformative learning all the time. Teachers, their goal in the classroom is to engage with learners in transformative learning experiences. So the child or the youth 
there's a better version of what they might be because of their learning. And I think that, I think doing this program has the potential, I have to say has the potential, I know for me it did, yeah. to be a transformative learning experience. And yeah, so that's where the passion comes from. I love it. I, yeah, there's everything. You know me, I, I have a million things to say. What's the most, well, I mean, that could be the most interesting. What's the most interesting thing that you've learned over the last year, like little bit studying the living method? Probably to throw away counting and calories. Like, and the scientific community is doing that in the last five years. They're openly now saying calories mean nothing. Yeah. Counting, forget counting. Um, yeah. yeah, probably that. And probably just one of the saddest things I've learned is I spent four months last year in New Zealand in 2021 and back home. And I couldn't believe by then I'd lost my weight. You know, I was down to my lowest low by the time I flew there. I couldn't believe the way I was treated, the way people in engaged with me, interacted with me on a bus, on a plane, in the street, in a shop, all because I was slim. Mm. I'd never had that level of eye contact. I'd never had that level of, of acceptance. And when I was overweight, and I think that's a really sad indictment on our society. And I have to, it made me think, do I do that? Do I judge somebody in the supermarket on a bus, on a plane? Yeah. I also, I wonder how much of that is how you felt inside and who you were. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's a bit of both. I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a bit of both. I remember talking to Anna when she, um, she, she, she flew, she hadn't, because of the pandemic and she of course lost her weight. She hadn't gone on a plane and she went out to go meet Kim, who's the manager of the group and to do some work together. And at the same time I was flying home from Bahamas and I saw the airplane window. And I was sitting the door, I was sitting in the emergency row because you get the extra seating. And I looked at it and as the guy's explaining it to me, so you'll pull the handle and then that's where, you know, we'll leave out this door. Oh. And I looked at it and for the first time and I've sat in this seat so many times. I, I, I looked at it and I thought half the people on this plane are not getting out that door. I said to Sonia, look how small the Sonia who I was traveling with, look how small this door is. She's like, I don't even know if I could get out that door. But so that when I was talking, telling this to Anna and it's like, you know, she's like, I didn't realize how much my weight affected me. My whole plane experience. I booked the aisle seat because that's, you know, I needed the extra room. She's like, I don't, I could book a window seat. Now mm. I was thinking about having to ask for the seatbelt extender. I don't even need it. Like your interactions with people, all of it, you know, there, there definitely is, there's a lot yeah, to yeah. it, you know, and then start yeah. your, your, I love how you said fascinated about how people treat you there. I mean, people are so mm. judgmental about, about it, you know, and, and the things that they say, I remember a big motivator for me when I finally went to the doctor and thought, what was wrong with me? I was sitting outside of a bar one night and some drunk guy came along and told me how my legs look like tree trunks, thought it was so funny. 
And yeah. that really stuck with me, you know? And so this is so much bigger, like physically, but mentally, how much do you think of the mental part factors in to that? Like I think the- it's huge. I don't think, I mean, I've, I've listened to Anna a lot. I've listened to previously Andrea and different people. And often when we're overweight, we're the funny one. We hide behind this sort of, I'm the funny one. I mean, I used to drink away too much probably because I, I don't drink at all now. I stopped drinking when I, I turned 60 because I drank enough for three or four lifetimes, I think, of yeah, yeah. New Zealand wine. <laughs> so I don't drink at all, but I think a lot of that you know, drinking too much was part of mm. hiding behind, oh, I'm going to be funny, I'm going to be... So there is a lot of... There's a lot of mental stuff and, you know, there's a real safety and some of the members have told me this in the focus groups. Most people who have never struggled with their weight, God bless them, they've, they've had natural ability to understand what their body needs and they feed they eat what they need and they're slim and they never have a problem they really think we should just eat less they don't understand that i actually eat more now than i've ever eaten Mm -hmm. i never used to eat until about two o'clock and so I think there's so much safety in the the Livy community for you to say, I really messed up on the weekend. I feel like crap. I do this. And for people to say, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to, you know, not you're useless. You're, you know, you're a failure. The safety in the community, I think, I don't think that can be given to you by a medical profession, by a, that's why the paper I read this morning was so interesting that it said one of the issues is it's not supervised by medical practitioners. Well, yeah, they're, they're good, but they don't know a lot about nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> Ruth, where do you see, like you're, you know, you've, you've done a 360 with your life. Not only you've lost 70 pounds, but you're, you know, you're now, you know, you think you're looking to retire. Now you're all in with the living method and do everything that where, where do you want to see it go? Like, where do you, where do you see, where, where are you going? Where are you going with it? Um, <laughs> well, we're going to Vancouver in May. Yeah. Obesity summit. We just got accepted into that, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, because that's a community of people who, who are spending their lives trying to solve obesity. So that's, that's really good if they will listen, if we can get the air of a few people. You know, the medical community really only listen to randomized controlled trials. So I'm hoping it's something like that. We can connect with somebody, a university or a group of medical practitioners who researchers who will look at the Livy method through a randomized control trial. They're, they're very difficult to organize and they're very, they're big and they're way outside my scope. But setting that aside, hopefully 
encouraging or enticing a researcher to do that, a medical researcher. I think the stories, like I'm a qualitative researcher normally, and the stories of members are compelling enough. Like the medical profession will slowly listen. It's just, and in fact, I think if we can demonstrate through the evidence of the survey that we just launched today in the maintenance group and the one in the other group, yeah. if we can demonstrate this weight loss, sustained weight loss of greater than 5%, I think that will grab attention of, yeah. of the health professions and of dietitians and like I know that we've got some dietitians amongst the members, so I'd be interested to see how they feel the Livy method sits with what they have been taught in their training. Mm -hmm. But um, it's just getting getting a foot in the door of the medical community. And I hear people when I read or when I listen to your lives or and you read out the other day, you read out somebody who'd been to the doctor and was getting her her weight checked and an alarm went off yeah because she'd lost more than 10% well if that happens often enough doctors are going to say well what are you doing because yeah. i've been told to lose weight i've been told yeah. to stop drinking you'll lose weight well i stopped drinking and i put on weight yeah and they never told me how except at one stage i was it was suggested, the doctor suggested I go to the Ottawa hospital and get on their meal replacement program, which is drinking a smooth a shake yeah. instead of eating real food. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people are going to notice. I think our, our, our yeah. community spreading the word, <laughs> you know, and which is so amazing. And we're, we've been so grateful for that. People are going to notice what's so exciting with what you're doing is that we're you're accumulating this information now so that you know by the time that it does get out there there's going to be a, there's going to be a lot behind it you know and yeah. we're going to be able to show the statistics that we have and show how the living method makes a difference and show how people are able to learn in an online environment and show people more importantly how people can sustain their weight they really can lose their weight in a healthy yeah. way and move on for the rest of their life. I'm, I'm cognizant of our time. We are out yeah. of time. I, you know, I love talking to you that every <laughs> so often I get to talk to Ruth and I'm always like, la, 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 la. Um, there's never enough time. Um, but I do want to thank you for your passion, not only for just signing up for the Libby method and obviously in the first place, but it just, you know, it really means the world to me that you, you love this process just as much as I do to a point that, you know, you've kind of switched gears and you're now, um, studying it. So, um, I think it's so exciting about the, 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 the shirk funding and the grant. I just, I thought that was amazing. You know, now with the, the obesity conference you're going to be going to in Vancouver, I think that's very exciting. Mm. Um, I think we're just like scratching the surface with all of this. I'm so excited to see where it goes. Yeah. We need to have you back. We definitely, you need to come back. You need to give us some updates. Um, so if they want to, in the, if they fill out the survey and they want to be part of focus groups and such, Ruth, is, do they reach out to you somewhere or they just do that through the survey? How is that done? Yeah, on the end of the survey, I've asked because for the next two weeks, we're doing the fall 2022 program focus groups, the yep. weight loss program. And if people from the maintenance group want focus group, I've asked them to 
register at the end of the survey and we'll organise them in January, February. Um, and also in the maintenance group, if you're also in the fall 2022 program now, just do one survey. Okay. Because they replicate, the questions replicate. One or the other. And, okay. um, but yes, certainly we'll have focus groups. Well, I love talking to members. Well, I love talking. People to like you. talking about the lobby <laughs> method. I get. I'm um, talking about it. <laughs> I get um, told I talk about it too much by my family. <laughs> Do you know what? Well, you and I can talk about it all we want. Um, I just to say it feels good to feel really good. That's what I think, yes. and I think people talk about it because they're proud of themselves and more that they want other people to feel good too. It's not about weight yeah. loss. I think people, yeah. I think when people do a program like this, they think everyone should do a program like this, you know, and I think it's hard to contain that excitement. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Ruth. We got to go. Awesome. Uh, thank you for joining us. I cannot wait to chat again. Thanks everyone for okay. joining us today. Bye. Fill out that survey. Fill out that survey. Thank you. <laughs>